The number you have dialed three, has two, been changed. One, the two, new number three, is... Two, What's up, everybody? Three, Welcome to Bad With Names. <laughs> I'm your host, Don Will. I just couldn't I just couldn't keep this shit together. I'm laughing because I've been practicing that intro for about an hour. The intro to the intro. Like I'm surprised I remember that shit. Like I legit forgot it. I legit forgot how to intro my own podcast for a long time. But I'm proud of myself because I didn't go back and listen to old episodes to try and remember. I just let it come back to me naturally and I'm back to you. Two. So, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Bad With Names. I'm your host, Don Will. And as I was saying, I'm surprised I still know how to do this. This being the intro to the podcast, not the podcast. I would never forget how to record. I would never lose my motherfucking swag, nigga. Five minutes ago, I was on the couch slump. I had a long, crazy day. I'm having a long, crazy week. I have a long, crazy life. But look at me. I'm on 10 right now. When I'm done recording this, I'll probably be on zero. Deflated. Not defeated, but tired than a motherfucker. Oh, man. So how's it been, guys? Hmm. Don't all answer at once. Uh, Yeah, it's been a while. But, you know, it's only been a while in the internet years. It's only been like two months. Month and a half. I don't know. It's been a little while, but I've been busy. I think you all have been busy, too, right? You guys have stuff to do. No, like I haven't been ruining your Mondays. You probably got some other people that ruin your Mondays. I'm here to make your Mondays better. If my podcast not coming out ruins your Monday, might want to check your life, homie. Because guess what? My podcast is the shit, but it's not that important to your life and sustainability. Unless you're making some money off of this thing and we need to talk about some profit sharing. Actually, if you are a business manager or a person who can monetize me as a brand, holla at your bitoy. Let's get this yaper. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know why I'm so turned up. It's Sunday night. I'm tired. But yeah, so what have I been into? What have I been doing? Oh man, I've been doing a lot. I wrote like a short list of things that have I've been doing. And I'm gonna like do like a lightning round catch up just to let you guys know what's been going on in my life. Cause it's I can't go into full detail with every single thing. Um and it's not in chronological order. But um I did the Open Mic Eagle show. I performed with Open Mic Eagle. Me and Dash Speaks performed rather with Open Mic Eagle. And that was a good time. Um, more importantly, though, I broke my phone that night, shaking somebody's hand. And you know how when you know, you like you know when your phone is broke, like that shit just fell face down. Like Psh. I didn't even have to pick it up. Like the dude I was shaking hands with was like, "Oh shit, your phone fell." I was like, "Yes, yeah, broke." I don't even want to look at it. Picked it up, shattered horribly. But same night, Spec recommended me a guy. Went and got the screen swapped out next day for sixty-five bucks. Working like a charm after he had to swap out the screen he swapped out again. But he swapped it out for free and it's been working like a charm since. Hit me up if you need his contact information and you're in New York. He does make, um, he comes to you. to near. He comes near you. That's not a house call. It's like a coffee shop call or like a Starbucks call or whatever. What else has been going on? Um, Let's see. All right. Pizza party is over. No more pizza party. I still eat pizza. I just had two Boots pizza for the first time in my life today. But the pizza party's over. I had two Boots pizza 
after doing my very first improv jam at UCB. I'm out here, man. I'm really trying to, you know, be out here. But it was a cool experience. I was a little bit in my head. Still had fun. Still got up there and tried. Uh, still going to go back. I'm going to go back. Hopefully, I'll be getting the diversity scholarship, so I'll be going back again and again and again. But, you know, let's just hope they want to diversify in my direction. But, yeah, tangential. Pizza party's over. It's no more. Uh, we're doing other cool things there. I'll let you guys know what we're doing when I let you guys know what the shows are that I have coming up. So, yeah, no more pizza party. But I've been busy DJing anyway regardless. Uh, Gene Gray's The Show Show. We've been doing that. We did the first one at uh, the Bell House. And it was super fun. It was super duper fun. Um, I was the house band. I'm, I'm the roots to her Jimmy Fallon. And let me just say, if you see a show bill flyer for the Gene Gray Show Show, please go, go. Shit's a good time, man. Shit is a really good time. Shout out to Hannibal who showed up. Shout out to um, Quelle for performing. Shout out to Fernanda, a.k.a. Black News Network. And shout out to everybody who was there, man. Like, it was a good time. Um, I've been DJing Wyatt Snack's Night Train show as well. Littlefield. For the, for, only for the month. Just, just for this month. That's been fun. Like, it's really fun to be a DJ at a comedy show because you get to watch comedy which is a life hack if you like music and comedy and alcohol what more do you need shit's amazing Wyatt puts on a great show Wyatt has a great great set of guests he brings out first one I did guess who guess who was the drop in set for the for the first one I did Mark Marin. Bobcat Goldthwait too and Morgan Murphy were there it was, a, it was a crazy show in general But Mark Maron came out And Mark Maron's like Hey Like I, I, I cued the music in I walked him on I dropped something I forget what I dropped for him But I played the music Walks out He looks at me He points He's like Good song And I'm like Oh shit Then he does a stand up I didn't get to talk to him Or meet him But If you guys know me You know that I was a big fucking deal I'm a Mark Maron I'm a Mark Maron fan So that was dope And it's been fun DJing Wyatt's show man It's been really fun Hopefully uh, maybe I'll keep doing it. If even if I don't, we're gonna bring shouting back really soon. We've been talking about it. It's coming back. It's coming back. But this guy, he can't sit still. He's touring. I'm touring. We're doing a lot of stuff in these streets, man. Um, DJing more comedy shows. I DJed Michael Che's birthday party. I DJed Jean needed a DJ for her rap performance. I'm a DJ for her. I'm one of her DJs. One of her cadre of DJs uh, came through spun a set and I ended up actually doing the set like DJing the comedy show so you know playing walk on music for people playing music up front before the show after the show dance party after the show uh that shit that shit was fucking phenomenal like I don't want to be the name dropper but just imagine the cast of SNL popping up for a Sunday night for a, not Sunday night for like a birthday party they all did sets it was fucking it was amazing it was amazing Really dope, um, and the the guy who's on the show today, Nori Davis, he was there. He got to witness the 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 turntablism skills and shit. He was like, "Oh shit, this nigga really can DJ." I was like, yeah, nigga, what up? What up? <laughs> it was a good time, man. It was a good time. Uh, what else have I been up to? My iPhone just went to sleep. It's been a long time, so I gotta you know I'm gonna try to speed through this. 
Uh, I've been to Hodgman. Yeah, I've been doing Secret Society with Hodgman, popping up at his shin, at his shindig a lot. Um, ever since the performance, the Tanya Morgan performance, I'm kind of becoming a mainstay, kind of popping in there, giving my two cents. I got, actually got on stage this last time. Me, Gene, and Wyatt did a. Uh, we, we do a thing. I don't want to give too much of it away because John doesn't like you to know what goes on. You have to be a member. So all I'll say is if you see tickets up for the John Hodgman Secret Society show, buy a ticket and just come. Trust me, it's phenomenal. Every time I went, the guests have been crazy. The show's been crazy. And the crowd is amazing. Like the people, the people he brings for his shows are just it's a wonderful crowd of people and I'm happy that I get to entertain them and have fun with them and dance and laugh and drink and eat barbecue and they don't say I look like Easy e so that's a plus um we did a rap show open for Tech 9 that, that was pretty cool uh I did the Mike Eagle show were any more rap shows? Nope. I think that's pretty much the last month and a half condensed. I'm not looking at my calendar to summarize it for you. I'll just let you guys know. I have been extremely active and busy in my time away. And in the upcoming week, a lot of shit going on. Um DJing the last night train show tomorrow. Then Tuesday, I'm DJing at Friends and Lovers again. Just DJing. Then Thursday... I am DJing at Baby's All Right for my birthday. That was a drum roll and air horn. But yes, it is my birthday on Thursday, June 4th. And I will be celebrating it with the internet, the hood internet. I'm sorry, the hood internet. My homies from Chicago and dances, a.k.a. dances with white girls. My homie from the tweets. It's going to be a good time, man. If you're in the area, come through. Um, Then the next day I'll be doing, we have a showcase me and Dash are curating a showcase. He's DJing. I'm hosting. The showcase is called Up. And we'll be having Quelle Chris, Weekend Money, and Rex Dizzy performing alongside a, a couple other DJs. Um, it's going to be pretty dope. Then, Saturday, I'm performing at... Well, not performing. I'm, I'm a guest on the, the Wonderful World of Boning at Union Hall. And it's pretty much a show where we poke fun at sex education videos should be a splendid wonderful time and it's completely in my wheelhouse to watch videos and make fun of them and I'm really excited about this thing really fucking excited pun intended and Sunday I think I'm having a cookout I think I'm just going on off for my birthday week slash birthday month uh, Wednesday I'll, I'll, uh, Wednesday the 10th I'll be DJing yep yep We'll talk about that next week when I drop another episode because what I've been doing in my time away as well is stockpiling episodes. So I've got a couple on deck. I don't know if I want to make this. I don't know if I want to make this break sabbatical thing. Uh, 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 it might it might be a thing. It might be a thing to do a, a, a block of episodes as a season, then go away for a little while, live a little bit, stockpile and come back with a fresh, renewed energy because Let's just be 100% real, man. Repetition. Re- moderation and moderation. You know what I'm saying? Do moderation. I, I moderation. don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now, so I think it's time to start the show. As I mentioned before, today's guest is Nori Davis, a hilarious comedian who I hung out with before his set at the comic strip. Um, we talked about a lot of shit, but one thing we didn't talk about is sneakers. I know he fucks with shoes like I do. Didn't get to ask him about Jordans or get ask him about sneakers in general, but maybe I'll ask him about them some other time when we hang out like normal people without a microphone. 
the interview starts off with a slight insidey joke. We I hit him up a while ago about doing the podcast and then kind of disappeared and then canceled and then we we kind of went back and forth for a little while. So if that's what the the cancellation thing is about at the beginning. But anyway, Nori Davis, bad with names, Don Will, enjoy. But well, yo, thanks for coming to the show, man. Just wanted to formally cancel, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know I can't do it, so I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, we had to double cancel on each other again. But, <laughs> but we here. But now, nah, like, um, so we're in, what's this, Upper East Side, Upper West Side? Upper East Side. Upper East Side. Yeah. I don't ever come past Midtown. Yeah. I've been in New York for eight years, Brooklyn. Word. I never, this is like one of the, it's rare that I'm up here, you know really? what I'm saying? Really, how you feel? I feel broke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel straight up poor. Really? This is money up here? This is new money up here? I don't know if it's new money, old money, but it, it definitely feels... Really? Yeah, honestly, okay. So, as a cat from Ohio... Yeah. It I feels like a movie part. set. Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Okay. Yeah, yeah. This should feel like a movie set, man. Really? It don't really feel real. Okay, because I've been coming here for like... Upper East Side for like 10 years. Like, I've been... Okay. At, Oh, nah, I, I'm lying. I'm probably like seven years. I've been doing the script. I did like the open mics, and then I did late night. So I always been coming at night. So when I come to you, like Brooklyn, I'm, that feels like okay. a movie. So that feels like Boardwalk Empire to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels hey, like. You know. uh, that, uh, just uh, some water. That's some water. Yeah, I start with some water. Can I have a yeah, uh, yeah. a coffee? coffee? Yeah. Uh, no, just sugar. Yeah. But yeah, Brooklyn's changed a lot. I mean, like, oh, I, yeah. in the short time I've been there, it's changed drastically, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, So, has this area changed? Or is it pretty much... Just all the traffic, because they're trying to build a subway line right there. Which one? Uh, I think it's like a new line. I don't know. Like, I drive, so I don't give a fuck. But yeah, I yeah. just know <laughs> it's cock-blocking my way to get in here. That's all I know. Oh, in and out. Thank you. So, oh, my bad. So, um, that's really, that, yeah, that's, but, that's really it, man. So, you from Yonkers, which is a place that... Why, I've I've never been to the Bronx, so I've clearly never been to Yonkers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've never much, <laughs> So, you think you haven't been up. It's, it gets further up, my brother. What's it like <laughs> up there? Uh, it's just like, probably like you in Ohio. Like, you grew up in okay. a suburban area. Like, oh, so it's suburban. It's, like, yeah, it's suburban, and there's store, they got their stores, their little malls. And then it's just houses, yeah, random yeah. houses, and then the hood where like yeah. white people don't go, and uh, <laughs> so it's just like any other spot in America. Just it's not the city. There's really okay. no city part of it, you know. In my mind, Yonkers is just like one project building with DMX, the locks, <laughs> and Mary J. Blige has a house right Hilarious. next to it. <laughs> Hilarious. They all lived on the same block. <laughs> yeah, they all lived on the same block. But that's, that's all pretty, I know that's about you. That's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. It's just that again and again in other areas. <laughs> so <laughs> what? Times, times 15 or something. Are there any other, like, acts or artists musically from Yonkers? They saying um, Lady Gaga from Central Avenue. For real? Yeah, they say oh, Lady got Gaga. One. Y'all got one. Y'all got Lady a Madonna. Gaga. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Game is over. If you got Lady... I mean, DMX. We got the... Fucking DMX. I mean, DMX. Oh, man. DMX all day, man. That was, the, that was the point where the pinnacle of his career, where you couldn't root for nobody but him. Yeah, And yeah. I was a secret, like, Jigga fan. 
But I'll be like, yeah, DMX is dope. But I'll be listening to like Hard Knock Life Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. But it's Dark and Hell's High is like it's my favorite favorite album. I mean, but he came out and did that thing where he dropped two albums in the same year. That was yeah, that was, that was unheard shit. of. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was that was a big deal. <laughs> I remember I wasn't really even a, even that big of a fan until the second. Like I was like, oh shit, this nigga dropping another album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got let him know. Fuck. I don't know, no, he was spitting yeah, balls. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I grew up on him. And that's how I know I'm, get, I'm getting old, because him and other, like, rappers are having reunion shows, and yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. It's like, I can't even see him. I have to go to like a, an, a Def Jam anniversary show. Yeah, you went to, to see the Barclays? No, but okay. I was I, I, I saw it. I was like, damn, this is the last time I got to see him? Because yeah. like, I never saw him when I was little. My mom never let me go to concerts like in oh, high word. school. And then in college, I, I was sent away like in Delaware and, oh, and Morgan State. So I You went kinda, to Morgan State? No, I went to Delaware, but I would hang out in Morgan oh, okay, State. Oh, okay, okay. I went to um, DCAT. It was like an art design school yeah. in, the, in the middle of Wilmington, which was horrible. But I would drive down to Morgan State and just hang out with my, like, my best friend down there. And we would just be mobbing down there. But So I kind of missed that. Okay. So I missed that little subculture of like, like kids, to, like not kids, like young adults today, where they just seeing Kendrick, Joey Badass, yeah. like everywhere. I'm like, fuck, man, I ain't get a chance to run in. <laughs> I, if I do that, I, again, I got to go to the, anniversary, the 50th anniversary with LLX, <laughs> Nas is coming, oh, shit. D- Dipset came back together. Ooh, what a treat. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I'm like really in my 30s. <laughs> yeah, it's like all of our acts and all of our artists, like they really hit their hit that eclipse moment where it's yeah. like, they passing torches, they getting out the way for niggas, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? And they just being the OGs, which I like, because, you know, yeah. their music is just timeless, man. Like, Cameron released, he dropped a cereal box. He dropped cereal. Is that he dropped he actual cereal in bodegas a month ago. I did not even see that. A bullshit you not. You can Google this shit. It's wow. like It's like Cameron, a, a Cameron box of Wheaties. And even the record label was tweeting like, shout out to everybody who picked up that Cameron Wheaties. And I'm like, yo, this nigga just dropped cereal? Like, yeah, there's no like tracks no in album. that box. Yeah. <laughs> there's no tracks no, in that box. No, like CD Pro. What are you listening to? Wow, I, is that is that to the point where, wow, I'm eating, like, yeah, I'm eating my favorite rapper's yeah. cereal? Yeah, and you're not going to eat, because that's just going to sit That's his show. favorite cereal. It's going to get stale. It's just yeah. going to sit there, because you don't want to eat a fucking box of Cameron O's or whatever fuck that shit. Damn, man, I guess he's trying to come up on some wealth, but Yeah, Cam, Cam's been a hustler forever, man. He has that been dude. a hustler. So, yeah, I, that, that that was younger, so I didn't, that's it, really, X and M and me, so I would... I would come from the city. I mean, I would come from Yonkers and drive to the city like every day. You, you always need a car. Like I had a car since I was 16. Yeah. And just like learn to drive and bug my mom to get me one. I don't care how many loans. Just let me get one. Come on. Because <laughs> everybody yeah, yeah. had one. Everybody had one. Because the bus over there, it would stop running at 9. And if it stopped running, that, you asked out. Damn. So like Yonkers is... I always, I always didn't know whether to consider it a city or like a borough or what. You know what I'm saying? Well, they want it to be a borough, but it's just too far out. And okay. you, and there's, it can't be a borough because you can't take no train there, like yeah. no subway. You can take Metro North, but niggas ain't fuck with Metro North. That's seven dollars strong right there. Bruh. Plus, even when you there, you stuck. <laughs> you got. <laughs> you, it's not like you could just walk to like Times Square, the yeah, city yeah, of Yonkers. Yeah. You you out there. <laughs> so were you like you were coming to the city? 
you were coming into mainly Manhattan to hang out and shit? Yeah, I would come into Ma Manhattan to hang out because with the comedy scene, that's how like, yeah. I got my friends and everything. So I would hang out wherever they was at, wherever a show was at, and then I would just hang out after. When did you start comedy? Like, how did you even get, how'd you get your start and all that? Oh man, I got my start in stand up in, in Brooklyn. At, I went to transfer to Pratt Institute mm. over there in Myrtle. And uh, this is pre-gentrification. Like, this is the point where white people had to stay on campus. Yeah. Or you get your ass whooped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas didn't care. They catch you at key food, yeah. Becky. Yeah. <laughs> looking at, looking at a Goya or a adobo. You was going to get murked. No so, come no cow. No come cow. No kale. None of them. Uh, chips, kettle chips, whatever. None of that, man. <laughs> Pre-kettle chips, right? So Pre-kettle chip broke Yeah, pre-kettle. Well, shit was remember real. Remember that when there was no kettle chips, no healthy <laughs> shit? Just straight Doritos or Lay's or Wise. Uts, nigga. Uts. <laughs> That's Uts. Oh, shit, Uts. Quarter orders. Um, so I'm in Pratt, and uh, I'm doing graphic design, and this is 0405. Okay. Yeah, so tell you the truth, man. Yeah, yeah. So I just did improv because I had. I, I'm glad I found improv because I was doing graphic design and I sucked at. It. Compared to those other white kids, man, them niggas was nasty. And I, and I bring my project to teach you. Be like, nice, nice, Nori. Hey, yo, when somebody just gives you a nice. That's not to the insult. So wait, everybody a great. Oh, that's excellent. And you be like, this is nice. This is not. I'm like, oh shit. What made you go to, go to the design route? Uh, oh, well, I, I did that in high school. Like, I picked okay. up graphic design in high school. Like, just, I designed my first business card. It looked like shit, but I it was, did it. It was just a name. I, yeah, just a name. <laughs> I was, like, photoshopping. All right, Ten fonts. Okay, here we in go. The name and shit. little blur tool on it. All right, it's blurred out so nobody can see it. That's a random tool. So, <laughs> you yeah. look for the wrong shit. Fuck, you need that shit for Yeah, right. Oh, Definitely not on tight. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm already fucked up. So, I started there from high school. So my mom was like very educated, oriented, man. Just always pushing me. Gotta go to school, gotta go to school. Gotta do something, gotta do something. Get the fuck out of my house, you gotta do something. So I was like, all right, I'll do graphic design. So now I got to Pratt, man. I was just so intimidated. So I remember the first comedy show there, I saw Ben Bailey, and it, it just opened my eyes. I was like, yo, this dude's a beast, man. I wanna do that. I wanna do stand-up. I wanna make people laugh. Like, cause I always been watching stand-up and Kings of Comedy and I, I remember when Kings of Comedy came out, me and my boys from high school, we went to the theaters to go see that. That was the first yeah. theatrical movie, theatrical stand-up in the uh, movie theater. Uh, so, I, I always had it, but I never knew I was going to actually do it. Or yeah. even knew that was a thing you can do, you know what I'm saying? So, did Top and Bear, they got inspired, and uh, they had an improv group there. So I tried out for it, got got in it, and then we we developed like the up top players. It was me and Phoebe. Phoebe Robinson was oh, in it. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, Phoebe, uh, TJ, you know TJ Del Reno. I don't like, know TJ. He had a comic around here, hanging out, okay. he, he hanging around um, downtown a lot. Uh, so we was like all in it together, and then from there. I, uh, I tried stand up and I was like, oh, this is it. This is yeah, it. Yeah. Cause I like to write and then perform. Improv is like on some guessing shit. Yeah, improv. Did you guess it? <laughs> you improv. <was> right. <laughs> it seems fun though. Like yeah. every time I see improv, I want to do it. I tried stand up once. Yeah. That shit. It's real. Nah, it's it's, it's real. It's real and real, man. That's it's, right. It's some shit where you know, like as a guy who's freestyle, who does all kinds of shit musically. 
Balls to the wall. Hey, Stand man, up even like, when you do your music, I'm like, damn, man, I want to like, I want to put words together and spit them out my face, spit them out my face real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can't because my brain can't. Just catch tell your jokes mouth. a little fast. Yeah, just, just go. You know. <laughs> no, no, I need, I need time. I need timing. You know, and, and, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I got rhythm, and but. I got rhythm, but it's it's weird. And then like, do you oh, play yeah. a, a instrument? I play trumpet. Oh man, I, I used to do I don't saxophone. play anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do the sax, man, and and in uh, elementary school. Yeah, I played trumpet elementary. So, dude, I was I had to be like four six, and that thing was four eleven. <laughs> My sax. Yeah, you so played I'm like can, a. I'm what's that? The upright bass. You played the upright <laughs> sax. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, it looked like I'm walk, I'm walking it with my girl sax. You know, this yeah. thing is bigger than me. And my mom's like, "Why do you pick that thing?" I was like, "I don't know. It's dope." And then I I came and hold it so heavy. Yeah. So, but anyway, I so didn't you, pick the sax. It had too many. It had too much shit on it. Really? Trumpet was three keys. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking with that. The sax was you had to. Yeah. Do all this shit. You exactly. know what I'm saying? No, you're right, cause. I, I, I don't even know how how I thought I was trying to read music like and I don't even know what I was thinking when I was little but I, I was just fascinated by the sax I, mean, I thought know, it was a dope ass instrument with a name like Nori you would think hilarious you would think you know what I'm saying <laughs> you would think like oh I got this baby this is my Mo Better Blues moment right here yeah you know what I'm saying like, I mean, coming to the stage you could bring you this could, young you could, cat you could battle the rapper Nori yeah. but do it with a sax you know oh, what I'm saying oh man oh with a sax <laughs> No, he like, no, he like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I got that sax beat. I got that sax rap. So, I um, what what I was saying, what I was saying, um, you were getting your start. You uh, yeah, improv, yeah. So, so yeah, like, yeah, like you, you got the um, the respect for stand up, and I appreciate that. I got the respect for music, man, because that's I yeah. think that's a much more harder industry. Um, then I mean, any business is hard if you're not, you know, what I'm saying you're not in it all. All the way and got your own product. Like you gotta just build your own voice, build your own audience, and that's yeah. what I'm doing, man. I'm just trying to be not a hot pocket. I'm just trying to be turkey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like turkey take forever to season, marinate, let it soak it. When it's right, it's cook right. It, and then when it's right, and then you know what else about turkey? Leftovers for days, nigga. Bruh. We still eating off of Louis Bruh. and Rock and, yeah. and Chappelle and you know, for not not no hot. I don't want to be no hot pocket, nigga. Hot pockets is hot, hot. Yeah. Yo, it's just hot, hot. And then it's, hot that's down. it. That shit, it might be ice cold in the middle, hot ice on the end. Cold. You know what I'm saying? It's ice cold. Bird on man. the end, ice yeah. cold in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's what industry's at. It's just hitting up on some, a lot of hot pocket things, but. There's a lot of dope turkeys out there like Hannibal and Amy yeah. Schumer. They eating and those are the types that are gonna just the new generation that's just gonna be eating for a while. You know? Speaking of Amy Schumer, it's funny. So I'm I'm I know Sashir. And I saw she was on the first episode of Amy Schumer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me check out what Sashir is in. So I watched it. And when I was doing research for this, I'm like, wait a minute. He was in that same episode. And I went yeah. back like, oh shit. <laughs> like y'all were literally in the same sketch. Yeah. So that that it, A that bugged me out, but B it kind of reinforces the whole comedic class thing. Like they're like like they're. I mean, it's not just on SNL where you see like a group of comedians come out together. It's exactly. Like, it's almost like the same as in rap or in, in music where there's like a year where people kind of like are bumping into each other and crossing paths, and then they they go off and do things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that was right before. That was before she got SNL. So she was yeah. just grinding and hustling at UCB, funny as always. And me too, just grinding, just doing stand up. You know and 
we met and uh, we got we like we got booked to do Amy's show. Not even like like audition, just like yo, do this, do this right. with us. And and it was great. It was a good time, man. And and that show is phenomenal now, man. It's, it's no, rocking. Yeah. It just got the second season, right? Uh, it's on third. It's third oh, season shit, now. Okay. It's on third. I never been back, but I mean, which is fine. I'm not. It's, it's just a great show And it, it was good to be a part of that So yeah, you're right You just never We, we just We just all trying to work, man It don't matter yeah. like What level we're at Like we just want to work You know Just want to get our names out there And just continue Just to never ever Go back to our day job Bruh <laughs> Ever Common said it best Writing for my life Because I'm scared of a day job There you go there you So go, wait, did man. you come up For UCB at all? Uh, yeah, yeah Uh I come up through UCB Like I would do The school night shows Okay And I, I never did Whiplash I would do like Other Like other produced shows there And then I would do A lot of UCB East There's a lot of comics That have shows out of there So yeah. I ain't like Come up through There I came up through The clubs Okay uh, oh, And so like shit. bar shows Like like The Strip And Stan New York And Creek in the Cave Like that Yeah that's the first I, The first joint I saw you at Was Creek in the Cave Word I think Gene uh, Had a show Carolyn Carolyn Castiglia's Oh yeah, that was that um yeah, yeah. that uh riffin the riffin the, yeah. the riffin show, right? And like, yeah, you, that's right, you, that's right when I first met you. Yeah, it yeah, you came up and I was looking like like your 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 presence on stage was just it was it was like something else, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, no, thank you, man. Like I'm I've been a comedy fan since I used to watch Robert Towns' uh, Partisan Crime shit. Yeah. Like, that shit had me hooked. Like, I, I can, saw that. Oh, man, that's funny. Four years ago, I saw that on YouTube. Because somebody told me about it. I was like, yeah. yo, this is a hilarious sketch show. Yeah, yeah. That they just never let eat. Because I guess yeah. it came out during the, the time was, of Living Color. And it was like... It, it was... I want to say right before Living Color. Okay. Like, it was around the time... I would say around the time a Partisan Crime was out, Damon Wayans was like... Standing, his yeah. stand-up specials on HBO. And yeah, like he was cute. the big dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I remember. I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember watching that joint and just being yeah. like, "That's amazing." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like comedy yeah. in itself. I can, I can verbatim repeat word for word Tommy Davis's stand-up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit exactly, like that. man. So, like, and even in terms of music, like, I look at a lot of comedians' early shit and just crowd command and timing and like, Dope. you know, like. Like how they'll just You gotta work with the quiet in the room Dude man You know what I'm saying It's a lot of elements man It's a, it's a lot of things that come together my, my, my main thing is that I just gotta go up there and make friends with these niggas I never met before Yeah every. <laughs> and then I'm not even gonna see them after this If they really like me Then they'll be like yo Let me see if I'll follow you And uh, well, let's do this again it's, a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a first date every time <laughs> <laughs> Straight blind date Every time you just stand up Unless it's Until you get to that point Where you have to earn You know You're on TV And where you get A little national Where everybody in the world Sees you And then when you In their town They're like Yo I connected with him Let me go see him Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's the only time Where you're like Hey Be my friend <laughs> I'm funny You know what I'm saying I give you a good time And people like Word and they'll come out Or some people like No <laughs> Never ever again <laughs> You're the worst Don't ever come back <laughs> uh, But yeah Shout out to all the people That I bombed in front of And they helped me Develop those jokes So I lied about To not have a commercials thing Of course I'll have Fucking commercials Gotta advertise But This commercial is for Nori Davis's album Home Game Go to iTunes Download that Go to his website And pick up a, a Signed autographed copy That he has of Available. I think he still have those available. I don't know. He had them available. 
Maybe you can ask him on Twitter if he'll sign your copy. I'm sure he'll do it. Regardless, check him out. NoriDavis.com. Home game. Back to the show. What would you say was your worst era of bomb? Well, not era, but like your worst time bombing. Like, was there like a period where... Yeah, um, I'm assuming it's always been like even kill like good shows, bad shows, good shows, yeah. bad shows, and there was never a period of time like maybe early on you might have been like having shows where we're just like what the fuck is happening? Exactly, uh, and okay. that shit didn't scare you away though. That's no. when I did it my first time. I didn't bomb. I got I got a really good laugh up front. Yeah, and I got like a uh-huh, in the middle. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I closed out strong. But that that middle law was enough to make me like, oh god, oh no. hell no, I can't go through that shit. Again. You know when you rapping, man, like, yeah. if they're not feeling you, you can just fucking turn around with the DJ rock or something. That's it. That's it, man. We up there by ourselves, standos. So and much respect, man. I always envy them because they got the guitar. They can just close their eyes and just play to their dead grandma that's in the audience zone or something. Out. Zone out. Yo, the last I can't tour. zone out. We need gratification. We need to like, all right, is that funny so I can keep rolling? If not, then I got to figure it out. That's, yeah. So that process in itself, like, so this last tour I went on. I was straight up closing my eyes on and out like rocking. Yeah. And it felt felt fantastic. I've never really done that. It felt fantastic. But I know how gratifying it can be to to see like when you work in material, yeah. be in front of people and see like, okay, you're not following me. Or, yeah. Oh, you got it. Oh, you with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the hardest thing ever. But you know what? It it the the, the addiction is bigger than that you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. it, it's just a, it's just you know you can do it you know so go back to your first question I really can't remember the period I started bombing I guess like in the beginning just trying it just trying just trying um the thing that fascinated about me is like I'm a big I'm a big risk taker so okay. I'm addicted to that rush of like failing and could fail and when you don't, it's like, what? I didn't. That shit was funny. It's like, like all the comments will tell you, man, it's like, it's better than crack, cocaine, or ecstasy. Like, you get that laugh of, wow, I just met these motherfuckers. I just said a couple words, and they laughed like they knew me. That's crazy. I got to get back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now let me figure out how to get back to that. So then that's the whole process of trying to get good at trying to get back to making people that don't know you laugh on topics that haven't been said before or maybe topics that have been but your perspective and then people respect that and so like, that's why I feel like stand-up will always be pure in that notion because you have online comics and then you have Twitter and Facebook like they, they do it through the words and they just send that shit out there if it get likes that's what's up if it get a lot of likes alright but they're not in those people's faces. Right. <laughs> they don't. Right. They don't have to see. They don't have to see them go. They yeah. don't have to see them make a face like, nah, nigga, I'm not feeling that. There's, um, you get, I saw, like, you can get like a million, eleven k retweets, but that's still not the equivalent of somebody going, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That nigga going in. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's just not gratifying, you know. And even to drive that point home, like with music, there are a lot of artists who are huge online. They'll put out something, they'll get tens of thousands of views. Yeah. But let them show up to a random city. Nobody. Maybe ten people. Ten people. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. and it's it's real like that. We've been on tour and been with dudes like, yo, this motherfucker's tearing the internet up. Let's go. Get to a city like, oh. Yeah. So no. we nobody has fans. Like oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. It's all digital yeah. fans. And digital fans are the worst. 
because it's so easy to press follow. It's damn near free. I just press follow, dog. You if you got, well, if you pay your I press phone, follow. Bill. Yep. But it takes a real fan to press check out cart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bought your ticket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's some real shit, man. So when, or like when they buy your album, like that, that's like, I like when I, I just did my album. Yeah, the, people, the home game. Yeah, home game. When people bought it, I was like, wow, like that's crazy because anybody can just go follow it and they can just do unfollow. Yeah, you can't yeah. unpurchase an album. You can't yeah. unpurchase tickets. You can resell them. So it, that's the level of commitment I'm trying to get back to because the digital world is getting so involved into like, what stand up stand up is like the oldest type one of the oldest art forms ever on stage one mic like Nas and yep. just go at it you know um, so okay so back to what you saying so like yeah there was a period where I was bombs figuring out so now it's not even like bombs not even about killing it's about structuring my set trying to get the right bits to work so then alright this bit works this one doesn't so I gotta keep working this one next to the one that kills to get that flow and so get them on the same level like like Seinfeld used to say um all your jokes are like pictures you know yeah you got you got your you got your starring picture you got your second picture then your starring pictures he's you put them out there you get you know nobody gets no runs then you put your other picture out there there's a couple runs you got to put that motherfucker back in the bullpen because he's not right. doing too good, <laughs> you know? So you got to keep getting everybody, all your jokes to be like your A pitches. So they just, nobody's hitting off, you know what I'm saying? They all kill. Yeah. Um, so I don't see myself bombing now. I see myself trying to figure it out. Yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to figure it out and then build, this, build the second album, which I'm so excited about. So you are working about. on the second album? Yeah, working on the second album. Hopefully uh, next year. Same, uh, same rooftop room? Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah, probably rooftop. It was a great, it was a great relationship, man. I'm gonna go yeah, out yeah. there. This, I'm doing the same. I'm doing a West Coast run in June, where I'm doing Doc's Lab. I'm headlining there, headlining Scottsdale, um, stand up Scottsdale in Arizona, and then LA doing a lot of LA shows like oh. Flappers and yeah. uh, Meltdown and Hot Tub. So I'm excited about that. Go to the West. We have, we actually have rooftop in common in a weird way because the yeah. guy Dominic. Dominic, that's the homie, he, man. He put out our first album. That's what's up. That's that's literally why I have a career in music is because of him. He oh, signed me man. early on. Put out like two of my group's album, a couple EPs, my solo. Joint. He's a like, great dude, man. Yeah, he just and it's hard to find somebody that's like, yo, this is a strong young talent. I see it, I yeah. believe in it, and then he goes all in. Yeah. He doesn't go like. You know, I'm trying to make money. He ain't trying to make money. He's trying to build a friendship. Exactly. And that's what it's about. I'm all about love. Like, I've been with my manager ever since I started, and uh, I don't have any agent, which, what's the purpose? Because they just all about the money. Like, I just want to, I just want to be about the art and the money. It's not even about money. It's like, I just want to survive enough just to stay creative. Right. So, you know? Speaking on the survival piece, you're a full-time comedian, and you've been that for a few years now. I've been full-time comedian probably for like six years now. What yeah. is the like? What is the life of a full-time comedian look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man! Like, cause I can it's, tell you, I can tell you what the life of a full-time yeah. rapper, rapper is. writer looks like. But I would love to hear that also after yeah. mine. Let me know if it sounds. It, the full-time is just you gotta do gigs you hate, and then you get to do gigs you love. To building to what you love So I'll do colleges I'll do private gigs I'll do bar mitzvahs I did Like I do anything 
to just get money to pay the rent so I can yeah. do shows where I'm not making anything but that's my audience or uh, I'm doing material that that's in true in my voice in the beginning I used to write material just for colleges or just for a church crowd or just for um, a bar mitzvah or etc like that to where now I'm writing my voice who I am so I had to do that so I could pay bills and live my life, rent, have a car, life, you know? So that to where now I can just be in the clubs and make that money and hopefully do a little tour and build my voice. So that that's that's how it is. So I like last Saturday I did a gig at a gun a gun club. <laughs> a gun club, dog. And let me tell you something. I bombed my asshole. All right. I mean, they couldn't hear over the gunshots. Yeah, probably. right. They, yo, they, they had the guns ready. If I ain't, that just joke don't work, nigga. That's it. All right. But so what? It, it was a check, and I'm like, look, guys, this is, I'm, yo, it ain't like I'm not doing stuff that's not working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that was not my crowd. You know but what I'm saying? It's dope. Comedy is dope in the sense that, in a lot of ways, with music, especially hip hop. You don't get the opportunity to go play a bunch of different venues because, exactly. like, in a lot of senses, hip hop is kind of looked at like, no, you're not coming here with that rap shit. Yeah. You come here with a guitar. Yeah. Like, if I was a guitarist, I could play a coffee shop, I could play a restaurant, oh. I could play a jazz club. I could wow, play a rock you're club. limited. You're limited to where you can. Yeah, you know format. what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, in a lot of ways, you don't get to work out material so much. Versus, like, I'm pretty sure you can, like, based on all the different shit you said, venues, you could probably play to a couple different audiences. Know how to like find that happy medium to satisfy not everybody but yeah. satisfy your voice satisfy my sometimes my voice is so sacrificed to the point where it'll get me depressed and then but then the next Bruh. day Bruh. I have the, <laughs> I have hell yeah, yeah hell yeah yeah it gets you so depressed you're like fuck what am I doing and you're like you know what you're doing you're surviving you're in the right place where you need to be cause the next day I got the comedy seller or I got yeah. the comic strip so I had to I had to. Uh, what, what I like to say is, um, uh, the highs in, the highs in my life make the lows worth it. Yep. And those are the fucking lows, man. And but you will get that high once you get to do a show where these people rock with you. This is your voice, and you're doing what you love. But then you do have to be in reality. You got to pay the bills. You yeah. Know? You got to eat. So, but the thing is, you know what else? Like, just don't get trapped. Yeah, a lot of comics get trapped and just making money, like doing those gigs to where it's like you're just a monkey, man. They just see you, haha, and then they don't remember you, but you remember it. You remember struggling, bombing, like yo, why nobody follow me? Like nobody at a casino give a fuck. They all fifty and sixty, like they don't. Like I, I last gig I did, I don't know if I ever do it again, but for years I used to. Um, in a casino from Monday to Sunday one show each night and you're just stuck in the casino it was a good gig you get like a couple a couple G's but it felt like a paid prison sentence because yeah. <laughs> it's totally not my audience and I can't work on shit you know because if I start talking about protesting or talking about what's going on in the world in my life my generation these old conservative ass old motherfuckers don't want to hear that they just want to like, they just want to laugh. And you almost, you're playing for them and you're also playing for like the venue booker. Exactly. He's, he's looking at you like, okay, Pan, this, this just, ain't working with my crowd. Exactly. And that's, that's the mindfuck. And that's the mindfuck. And so that's why it's better to just to sacrifice that, that, um, that bill you want to pay. Just put it on a credit card and don't pay it. 
and go to venues where you can really work your voice. Yeah. And then industry will come around, or your own crowd will come around. Fucking oh. whatever industry, like your own crowd, your own voice, and that's what I'm doing now. Just trying to build my own thing and work on the stand up, and, and that's and be happy and not be so much depressed about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the album is called Home Game, right? Yeah. And. Is that in a sense uh, um, kind of like a playoff of the fact of being on the road a lot or some shit? Yep. Okay, you so you tour. Yeah. Just okay, like I tell you, all those gigs I did, all those lows that depressed, none, oh, those were all away games. Oh my God. Yo. Those were all away games. <laughs> yo, you a just, bad tour yes. is the worst. When you it's, just fucking go back to your room in fucking Wisconsin or wherever, oh, man. and you sitting there like... Why yep. am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Such an away game. None of your loved ones ain't there. None of your fans are there. Nobody's there, right? It's just like any team, man. They walk into a stand. They like the, the, the crowd's like, boom! You're like, I'm just here to play. Hey, I love this sport too. Just like the team you're rooting for. Nah, fuck you. Our team does it better. You're a bitch. All right, man. It's just a game. You know, it's the right, same thing exactly. with stand up or rap. Well, you come into a different town, nobody knows you. You're just like, look, man, this is my art. I want to share with y'all. I'm in your town. All right, whatever. Or they don't give a fuck. Or sometimes they do. Who knows? Um, it's a 50-50 deal. But so I wanted to do shows at a at a club that I knew the people that know my... Cheers, man. You know, cheers. Yeah, Every, yeah. Over the place, everybody know your name. So I did at the strip. Uh, they gave me the weekend. One show Friday, two show Saturday, sold them all out, recorded that, and the love I got, man, everybody I know. And Strip, I put them, right there, yeah, right there, okay, right down yeah. the block. Everybody I knew came. So it was up to the point where there was, I didn't have to worry about anything. I just had to like, let me just get my jokes, let me just be me. And, and everybody was like, word, we know who this, we know who you are. And even, the, like, there was even a lot of people in the front I'd never even seen before, but they came out. And they had a good time. Yeah, that's so an incredible that feeling. that was, yeah. yeah, straight jersey, and the jersey was white. Yeah, straight white jersey, <laughs> non-away jersey. Yeah. So that is why it's called home game, man, definitely, because I've been away so long, so it's good to come home and do so it So like how long have you been hitting the road, Tori? Dude, so, uh, so I, I've been this full time since six, so I've been I've been touring, like, hitting the, not touring, like, hitting the road hard ever since I started, so, like, nine Eight, I'll say eight years, like just hitting spots, and then like Shit. recently, like three years now, I just like stayed in the city to build my voice because I made money, I paid some bills, I'm comfortable, so where yeah. I, now I can stay here in the clubs and bar shows and you know, Nina Factory clubs like that that don't really pay anything, where I can be me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's that's the one thing about comedy too. Not to keep lamenting like, ah oh, man, comedy so much better, but yeah. that's the other thing too is that in comedy, it's you can have that kind of daytime cushion where you might write for a show, or you might, yeah. you might, you know what I'm saying, be on a be on a TV show, do yeah. whatever, do whatever you do, and then do your your other thing at night. Exactly. Shit. Music, unless you got a publishing deal and yeah. you writing songs and got yeah. some shit on the radio, you just a motherfucker. You just bro, you just a motherfucker that can rap. You just on SoundCloud all day, like trying to get those like, <laughs> trying to get them spins. Trying up. to get them spins. Yo, I I feel you, man. I could not be able to do the musician life because even and the same thing as an actor, like they don't have no gigs to where they can just act real quick and make a couple hundred yeah. bucks. Stand up, we have that we have that uh, luxury, but also it's a luxury that can also become uh, a burden or a poison. Cause you get addicted to it. Like, Yo, fuck it, I'm making money here. Like I, 
there really should never be a, a thing called house MCs. Like, nigga, get out of there. Like, go, go explore. Like, nah, I'm good. Like, people get caught. They nest. It's, it's so easy. Like, like, if you, I know you've been in this experience too, where you'll get a gig that pays decent, it's close, it's easy. Yeah. And that shit, like a year and a half will fly by. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. And you look at you looking at your colleagues or whatever. You're looking at whatever it is that used to drive you, and you're like, oh, yep. I kind of got stuck. Got stuck. Like there exactly. are some people who are stuck in the most beautiful ruts ever. Mm. Like it's the most gorgeous ditch. Exactly. That shit might. <laughs> but that shit is. I mean, to me, it's born, man. Golden yeah. handcuffs. Like I love changing. I love different venues, meeting different people, and always moving. Never like consistently doing the same thing unless it's my even same thing with my act like I can't I'll switch up the jokes or try another uh, thing I fall off that day and get out there and just just try something new and um, yeah just want to stay focused on that path just never want to stay static you know I want to always always want to keep moving I read somewhere that you went with went on tour with Tracy Tracy Morgan yeah man that was a good good two three years man I met Tracy in New York and he took me on the road with him and uh, it was great, man. That that's when I uh, I went through some crazy personal problems where my my ex fiance left me. You know what I'm saying? So I grew a high top. I was looking like Chris <laughs> Chris Cross. I was Trevin. Trey said, "What the fuck wrong with you, man? Yo, that bitch gone. She dead. All right, she look. She probably fucking some other nigga. All right, all right, all right. Now let's be fun, <laughs> you know." So he really picked me up and dusted me off and yeah. took me on the road. This is like before Artie Fuqua was rocking with him. So I was Artie Fuqua, yeah. So I was rocking with him, man, and I, I give Tracy. So wait, you were on the road with him while you were going through that. Yeah, and he had to deal with that. He, yep, he took me to LA <laughs> with him. He flew me to LA with him. I was like, it was great, man. man. Took me to Boston with him. Took me to Virginia. Took me uh, to Florida, and um, and then mostly in the city, at Carolines, New York, uh, where Jersey. Took me everywhere, man. And again, even that, it, it got to the point where I did that for like a year and a half, two years. I just didn't want to be an opener, you know, right. stuck as an opener. So I had to venture out myself. So the- I told him, like, yo, I love you, man. But I'm, I got Robin. Robin got to be night. Robin had to be Nightwing eventually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually turned to Nightwing. <laughs> Can't be under Batman all day. Yeah, you know what yeah. Saying? And that's a beautiful thing to know when to push yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To know, like, a lot of people will hit that comfort zone and just... There's no, there's no growth there. It's there's just comfort. No you know what I'm saying? Growth, man. And that comfort zone scares me, man. And yeah. I'm kind of glad that I have that. Like, um, I, I, like I don't even get like, cause you do all the clubs. I'm not comfortable there because you just do 15 minute sets and then you're out. And then you go do another one. You just do another one. Like, I'll do three or four spots a night. Like Mondays is my big one. I'll do like four spots on a Monday. That's crazy. And then Tuesday, Wednesday so, is like two or two. So or three. Is, is Monday a big night for comedy in general? Nah, it's just a big okay, night okay. for me. It's just like yeah, it's yeah. just a time where I have these three clubs that will book me on like every Monday and let me rock, and then I'll just go and rock and write, you know, write material and figure it out and and just build my voice and then you know put something together and submit it to like um, whatever the industry's offering, like a late night set or the half hour or an hour. And see, you know, see where the time is right. You know when the time is right as a rapper. Like, when, yeah, yeah. I should make an album, put it out there, and the time. Because right now, we're living in this world where um, our audience, whoever they are, they're being distracted by a lot of fucking hella shit. Like, everything. Yeah. 
At, literally, at, like Denny's is on Twitter talking to motherfuckers. When your favorite wow. restaurant, you could talk to your restaurant, favorite wow. restaurant, your favorite rapper, your you favorite talk comedian. To your supermarket, you right. You can talk, talk to you ketchup. Can you can talk, talk to anything you want to. <laughs> Diapers, anything, man. So they, the distraction level, and then that's not even to speak on like the world distraction. Exactly. So it's a, it's a, literally one of the most all time highs we've ever seen it. I just recently cut off my Twitter and Instagram notifications nice. on my phone. Like, let me just see what Dude, happens. I just turned my Facebook into a page. Because I would be on Facebook looking at what everybody else is doing, and I'm not worrying about what the fuck I'm doing. Man. So now I cut that, and it felt so good, and I got a lot of work done. And I just be on Twitter, like, just to promote shows, or if I think of something. Because so, sometimes I'll say drive a lot, because I, I write a joke, and I'm like, nah, let me say that for the stage. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to waste that. <laughs> you don't like how that shit in the, in the ready to post and be like, copy paste. Nah, copy, nah, y'all can't have that. Nah, yeah. can't have that. Y'all can't have that. I mean, I don't have that much. I have like, what, 2,700, which is like point, .002 of what, bitter, of what Twitter is, you know? Yeah, yeah. But still, it's those are people that's like, yo, follow. I fucked with them. Man, you know? and, and the other thing, too, is that you have real-life tangible, you can go touch the people. Like, like that's just not real, man. Like, yeah. You know getting caught up in the numbers, on t- unless you have millions of people. Exactly. If you're not touching millions, like, if you got to go 10,000... 15,000 yeah. It don't really mean anything yeah. Because at that point You have It's just scattershot exactly. You know what I'm saying Like But that's the thing Where To where stand up Kind of Decreases And music uh, Music ever Music elevates uh, yeah, yeah. it, it rises because music can spread Like wildfire To like mm. where a joke can't Because they're getting jokes They're getting them, They're getting Hack jokes that Been done in the 90s that are just done on the vine by some silly guy in the video and it's like boom there you go so a lot of these millennials they don't even know what stand-up is some people don't even know what stand-up clubs are even out there where there's a comment on this structuring and putting an act together uh to where versus they just look on their phone like ah yo it's crazy or like memes or forget about it man yeah, we're getting yeah. beat with that but like you make a dope track and it's like it spreads yeah. man and then your numbers go up and hopefully people See you, see you in your town, but you are right about that. Also, that that false hype can't gotta be worried about worry about that, man. You got I, I keep it real, man. Just always like, gotta be real with it. It seems hard to manufacture. Well, I guess now it's easier to manufacture the hype as a comedian because you can have a hot vine, and that can literally hot be all vine, you hot have. Hot Instagram, hot Twitter account, hot and Twitter. then you get in front of people. Like that was how I ended up doing stand up. Is that my homeboys there? The other, these other two rappers were just like, we do a comedy thing. You should come to stand up with us. And I was like, I've never done it. They like, well, you're funny on Twitter. That was literally what they said. Wow. I was like, all right, cool. Wow. I'll give it a shot. And me and Wyatt, me and Wyatt Snack have a comedy thing we yeah. do. But that's not stand-up. I sit in the back of the room with a microphone yeah. and tell jokes. So yeah. I'm not in people's faces, you exactly. know what I'm saying? I, you're not up there I by still, yourself. You, you up there with somebody, <laughs> right? And, and when, I'm, when I'm, I'm live tweeting, from, I'm just like in the back of the room like, ah, oh, look at that nigga on stage. Uh-huh. Telling jokes Doing about a movie. Sir. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So like being if like, yo... You got to be careful what you put out online. Cause my, <laughs> I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I wasn't up for the challenge and I won't do it again. Yeah, but I no, am saying do, that. do whatever you want to do, man. But I'm just trying to stick. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna be a renaissance. Uh, not renaissance. Just a just an old school old school nigga about it. just an OG about it. like just straight stand up, man. This is this was started me. This is what I'm gonna finish with. You yeah, know, there's acting I can't control scenes and um, sketches. Um, Late night sets, all that, I can't control that, but stand up. 
I didn't know you got your start in the clubs like that. Like, and that shit is so crucial and kind of amazing because I'm used to, I guess I'm just used to seeing people who came up through like these comedy schools, like you yeah. see like Second City or whatever have yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, but this shit is almost just like a, a nigga on the battle circuit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just been going around in different hoods battling that's niggas. That's it, like, man. Nori Davis. Nori Davis. Remember I just go into people's town to do my act and then I'm out. I'm like, uh, I'm real silent about it because yeah, even yeah. when I go to somebody else's town, that's an away game. That's not my home. Yep. I did a, I did a headline show in Philly, and they had so many opening acts because they, they don't have their club there anymore. But me, I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Everybody go in front of me. I got paid. They're not getting paid, but go ahead, rock. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of them didn't say thank you or whatever to me. They, they didn't give a fuck, but I, I know. I know what it is, and I'm, I'm respectful yeah, yeah. of it. So it, it's cool. I don't, I don't care, man. I'm just there to do my time, work out my act, get to extract the people that like me, enjoy me, and hopefully they'll come back and see me again. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's my goal, man. All right, we're at the home stretch, almost there. The show's almost over, and hopefully you are enjoying this episode. If you are enjoying it, however, I need you to take a minute to rate, subscribe, and review. Need all of that from you. All three of those things. I know it's a lot to ask, but you know what else is a lot to ask? Me making free content. Yep, yeah, I said it. I ain't getting no money for this. I just want a little bit of love on the internets. Rate, subscribe, review. So in terms of like the local scene, I guess, or like the New York New York scene, what um I don't know, like who 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 are the comedians you like mainly like like uh, mm. are into, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that I'm that I'm feeling. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh well, all my colleagues, man. I'm a fan of everybody because anybody that does it. And oh, to backtrack real quick, backtrack real quick. The um, the comedy, the New York comedy scene is big, and it, it's a very supportive system. It's huge. It's huge, and, and it is a supportive system. And I gotta give shout outs to all the other comics that put me on their shows because there's a lot of comics that do it. But they're not as strong, but they have a dope show. And they like, yo, I need you on my shit. And I do it, and I'm humbled to do that, you know, because I don't have a show. I don't want to be a producer. Cause that's... Wait, you don't, so you don't want your own show? No, I tried, man. I tried because I would get so many comics attacking me to get stage time. And I'm like, dude, I don't even have an audience. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody's here. They would send me bios. They would send me uh, comedy clips. Like, yo, I'm from Chicago. I'm coming out. It's like, dude, nobody... Nobody comes to my show. So you don't, <laughs> you don't think you can just get a night somewhere? Uh, wait, to do stand-up or a show? Like, like a, I guess like a, like to do your own show. Yeah, you I could. Bring but comedians it's out. stressful. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's too stressful, man. It's an ad. I just want to work on my act. Uh, I just want to work on my act, and I bless to all the people that support me and let me do their shows, and that's a, that's a good look. Um, I mean, one of the best dudes is Hannibal. Where he had his show yeah. and bought people on, but he bought comedy to place in Brooklyn that. It was never there. Yo, and he needed it. He know? definitely did some, some. Like he more or less, in my opinion, de- defined the new knitting factory. Yeah. Like the old knitting factory was fucking knitting. Like exactly. you can't really, it was just music, right? Yeah, and it was it was unparalleled. Like yeah. when I got to New York, all I knew about was knitting factory. And I remember we played our way up into the main stage. We literally worked every floor. So new knitting fa- new knitting factory was just kind of like, oh, it's a new building, cool. Yeah. And then Hannibal got there. I'm like, oh shit. Now it has a now it has a thing. It has a name. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a brand. It's it's you think of him, you think of 
Nither Factor. Yeah. And I remember the beginning. That it, it that was work. That took yeah. time. That took he years. He was in the front room for a yeah, little while. Like I would go through there. It would just be you would walk in. Yeah. Walk through the fucking set to go to the bathroom. Yep. Niggas would just tell jokes while Niggas you walk. Niggas just the talking. People walking by, and I ain't respecting it. But yeah. then you know what helped was like him staying there, and then him getting on TV, and because yeah. he's a great writer, he's a great comedian. So that helped that out, and it was like, oh shit, this is what's popping. So to do that is um, is just phenomenal, man, and bless him. So, so comics like I'm fucking with right now is that anybody on like uh, like the seller, uh, Mark Norman's a beast, um, and then there's like the guys on the other cert, the other market, the black market, like Kareem Green and. Chris Clark. Uh, I'm asking because I'm gonna check all these people out. All right, yeah, yeah. D- please do, man. Like, that's what I want to know who to go to look out for. You, you know, know Lemon. You know Lemon. Damian Lemon. Vladimir yeah, yeah. Come on, yo, man. Um, these guys are beasts, man. They're out there working, and they don't, they don't have like the big buzz, buzz yet, but they they will, man. And I think they, we all will. I mean, I feel like there's enough for everybody. All you all you gotta do is just like with rap rap bars, right? They just find their. You find your audience. You find your audience you know and they just and like, play to that, right? I think that in a lot of ways, though, the one thing that rap can benefit from if, you, if they look at comedy is that you guys find your audience and share them. Mm. So it's almost like, you know, Lori Davis fans, it's just like if you have like if you have your own night and Damian Lemon comes out to perform, it's just like, this is my friend Damian. Like, okay, yeah, perfect example. Through. We did a John Hodgman's Secret Society joint. Yeah. Music, we performed. And it was just like, John was like, all right, guys, these are my friends, Tanya Morgan. They rap. But we came on stage, and like the crowd was just Word. focused, locked in, laser-focused. Because thing, man. it's almost like he was just like, hey, you guys want some chips? I know you guys like potato chips. Here you go. Well, I mean, that's the point of having a, like, be, being or having an opener, right? It's yeah. like you're sharing your audience, like, same thing where nobody knew John Legend until, like, they was like, yo, who's this cat on this Alicia Keys tour? Ripping, you know? And so, like, Tracy shares his audience. Hannibal shares his audience with various comedians. Um, uh, who else? Like, UCBE's uh, Good Shows There, the comedy club. You know, they have their own audience. A lot of clubs are, are on the road. They have their own base. They have a mailing list, and these are the comics. And if you're an opener, you know, the club is actually kind of sharing their audience with you that because you don't have nobody. So um, it, it, is, it has to be... You have to have a community behind you. You can't yeah, be a yeah. dick. You can't be like, yo, fuck, I don't need nobody. Because then people are just going to turn their back on you. It, it goes back to that saying, which I, I hope I never go through. And I, I will. It's the same people you see going to the top. The same ones you're going to see at the yep. bottom. You know what I'm saying? So. And I don't even yeah. think it's so much as like, that's not like a bad thing. That's just like a, like, it's almost like when Dayla said, um, it, it, it's something about, some about the real test ain't when you're hottest when you're cool. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The real test yeah. is like, what do you look like when you cool off a little bit? Yeah. Like, how do, how do you cool? Some niggas like just fucking like freeze. A, you look like a crusty yeah. hot pocket. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turkey look good when it's cold. Exactly. Yo, I will Tell fuck you, some man. cold turkey up. Yeah, exactly. I'm not touching you the cold. Put it right, you put it right on a sandwich. <laughs> you dope, man. Even I saw, well, yesterday I saw Louie, man. He's... Dude was dope on stage, yeah. and he was like, he's like his show was hot, as his hot, but even on stage, cold turkey man, still good. Yep. <laughs> Audience ate it right up. Yeah, because Same I mean, like, rock. that's the thing. The, all those dudes, man. Even yeah. like I, I heard you worked with Seinfeld too. I was, I was uh, trying to, yeah, yeah, trying but to hold comedic on. Wise, no, no, not even comedic wise. It was, um, I did his, uh, I did a sketch with him 
comedian's getting coffee. Oh, so shit, he has yeah, like yeah. a sketch with the, um, with um, Kramer, and I was just in the sketch and I got to meet him. Well, I've watched this whole thing. I have to go back and watch the. Uh, I gotta watch that the one with Kramer where they did the. Um, Cor- Corcoran, Doctor. Yeah, Cor- yeah, yeah. Uh, Corcoran, yeah. I got, I got cut out. Okay. <laughs> they cut my part out. I saw it. I was like, "Oh, they cut it out." Right, <laughs> it was so, a dope scene we did, but they cut it out. But like, did you get to like interact with him at all? Yeah, yeah. We got to interact and all that. Like I said, hey man, at the conference, oh yeah, I play there all the time, you know. And then that was really it, cause he was like on the move, cause he creates that himself. Yeah, and, and what I took from that is just he. No matter how much money you got, you can see how he he's a he's the love of he's a student of it. He loves yeah. it. He loves stand up. He just. Get out the house and pop in Gotham because you know he want to work out some bits. That shit is you know crazy. To and me. I think I'll do that too. I think you do that too, right? Just like yeah, yo, yeah, let yeah. me just go to a cafe and rap, get these lyrics out. No matter where he at, I, I think I'll be doing that forever, man. But he, he's such like in my mind, he's such like an icon. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah. And I wanted to ask you how you felt about like the whole Wale Seinfeld collaboration thing. Oh, I think it was great. I was a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of it. I, I think I, I think it's really dope to see like the world's mix like that and and like because clearly, okay, Seinfeld's audience is Seinfeld's demo. Oh yeah. And Wale's demo are two distinctly different two, people. Yeah, exactly. But they're not. They're just different because they're mm-hmm. different shades and different mm-hmm. ages. But when it boils down to it, Seinfeld's fans are like these hip, kind of cool. White people, whatever. Yeah, all the Jews, motherfuckers. Exactly. Yeah. Wale's right. fans are like these, these hip, too. cool, nerdy black dudes. Yeah. I don't really think so much that Wale's fans are even Rick Ross fans. Like, yeah, no. I think Ross's fans are the niggas that, that might shoot you. Wale's Sorry. fans might get shot. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Wale's fans will get <laughs> shot. But I, I, like, I loved seeing that collaboration because it was just like, aside from it being the most smartly branded thing because the album about nothing, it was, it was like... It was something different. It's something yeah. that we needed. It's just not a regular album. And that's what I tried to do with my album where I did like sketches. Not sketches, I did like voicemails and stuff like that. Who, I wanted to ask you about the voicemails. Yeah. Who did you have called? Who was so that called? Those are my, my two cousins. Okay. My two cousins. Uh, one was the <laughs> was hater, one was the motivator. Yeah. So like, we'll, like, nobody does voicemails anymore. So they only do voicemails yeah. on my phone just to hate. So <laughs> that's what they'll do. Uh, so they, they, they'll leave a voicemail to motivate me or they'll leave one just to hate on me. And so I wanted to bring that element into an, a stand-up album because stand-up albums, if you look at all of them in one retrospect, they're just joke, 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 joke. Yeah. You know, something. I just want to give a range. And yeah. that's what Wale's album also did. And Kendrick's did too Kendrick right he had nice little incredible. sketches like yeah. yo dog yeah if i snatch you out there homie like stuff yeah, like yeah. that it told a story so i want like i want so, to tell a story and let people know where i come from and i'm gonna continue that to, to the second i'm gonna try to elevate it so yeah i, I love that collaboration like man. even the the video thing you did with the album oh the, uh, yeah man yeah, yeah i must yeah, have man. watched that i watched that joint a couple times like, you, you know what I'm i watched it a few times because it made so much sense in the context of dropping a comedy album. Like the thing about comedy albums that, like I'm a big fan of Pat Oswalt. Oh yeah, and like I, I would listen to his comedy albums over and over Dope. and over. Dope. And then when they when the, the specials came to Netflix and I got to see them, I was like, oh shit, this is even funnier. Yeah. Like because you could visually see, see those moments where exactly. he might act something out, or like yeah. his body language, or like just reacting to some shit. It, it, yeah. it brought it more to life. So you doing that. 
for like that track off your joint, it gave it a whole different kind of element. Like that shit was. Thank you. I man. almost. I was sitting there like, man, I wish you did the whole album. Dude. I know budget. I know budget constraints yeah. is crazy. And, and that's what like it that. was, man. But next album, I'm definitely gonna fix that. I'm definitely gonna come correct. I I wanted to do Beyonce. I wanted to just drop, do <laughs> drop the fuck, visual comedy oh, album. Yeah, just the visual. You might edit that out because that's too audio. good of an idea yeah, that's to give awesome. away. Like, yeah, you right. <laughs> Should edit that out. Damn but it. nah, that was that was literally one of the most like it, it's it was so brilliant, man. Thank you, man. You know yeah, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I did it, and uh, I'm gonna do it again. I don't care, cause even anybody does do it, they gonna know where they got it from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So fuck it. Like uh, my yeah, my favorite bit, the hospital joint, uh, balling out. Yeah, yo, that shit, man. Just balling out of control, man. <laughs> I've been performing that in a while, man. A lot of home game stuff, I don't really perform anymore. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna, so you like work, pretty much retired that stuff. Uh, yeah, home. because that's what I want. That's why I also wanted to do home game. I wanted to put that material like boom. Yeah. I have a base. So, like Jay Z, Nas, like you know, um, Nas is um, what's his first album? I'm sorry, Illmatic. Illmatic was so hard because they compared it to all the other albums that came out after that. So you gotta build a discography. You gotta build a body of work. So I just wanted Home Game to just be my reasonable doubt. <laughs> to where people say, you know where I like your third or fourth album, because I'm going to keep going, man. Unless yeah. God has me here, I'm going to keep going. So and I, I, I might be bitter, like, Home Game's still the best one to me, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, I was hungry at Home Game. Hell yeah, man. That shit should have went at least wood. It should have at least go a little gold or something. So I wanted to build that foundation. So, yeah, yeah man. Uh, but it's one of it's one of my favorites and only one I did so far. So like that's my thing. I'm building material now to beat that to oh, not beat it to show my growth. Yeah, yeah. Show my. I mean, growth. And, and honestly, I feel like anytime you record a moment in time like that, like and, and you keep working on your craft beyond that moment, like, yeah. you're gonna show growth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like I would. I haven't seen your set in a minute. I haven't seen your set since actually before home game. Yeah, yeah. But I would imagine seeing your shit now is just like oh this niggas. Better, you know. What I'm <laughs> like, I hope so. You always man. want to be better, though. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? like even just by practicing, practice just makes you better because it makes yeah. it more natural and ingrained. Exactly. And like, like those those ticks that you used to have to like force yourself to do just become part of your exactly. Being, you know what and and what's the true element of also practicing is that it makes sure you're uh, you, like you, you're growing and you know you're growing. Like you're just not doing it just to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not just doing it like, hey, I have to do this so I get better. It's like no, know why you're not better and get better. You know? So like I'll do a set yesterday. I recorded. I listened to him. Like oh, I did that joke the wrong way I was supposed to do it so let me fix it this way so there's growth in that joke or that bit instead of like trying to kill yeah you know, yeah like I don't I could kill but I don't want to until the time is right yeah the <laughs> yeah. thing about killing especially the thing about killing is that it's almost like your shit has a human element to it because yeah. there's there's a sort of like ebb and flow where you can make a mistake and be uncomfortable with that mistake. Exactly. Like be conscious human, of it because yeah. the audience is conscious of it. They they flown with you. And as a human, like you don't just fucking walk out the house and kill every day. Like, exactly. You're not crushing it. 24 hours like, oh yeah, I sleep, I crushed it. I know. Crushed brushing my teeth this morning. I crushed like. breakfast, man. Look at this shit. Pancakes, everything. You're like, you know, it's tedious. It gets boring. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, gotta give some different elements to it. So yeah, I just go out there and just try to work it, man. Trying to work, working on the next act, working on the yeah, next, yeah. Uh, the next hour. So when do you um? How far into that? How much do you have? Brand, brand new right now. I, I I think I got like a strong thirty 
That shit's crazy. Maybe strong 25-30. Yeah, since home game dropped Black Friday of last year, November. So wow. we're in April now, so yeah. So it's like, what, three, three, four months of... So you think you'll be, what, another couple months? Probably end of the year. Okay. I could if I want to, but I, I like to, like, keep... I like to have a lot on the on the plate, and then just pick my sides and my meat, you like, and then you give like people to a nice pork. Cook, exactly. Work on, this, work on the sides. That's right, and work on the sides, exactly. and then put it together. Cause there's a lot of jokes and home game that didn't make it. I I I did like various sets, and then I had to edit it and pick it. So some of those I might revamp and bring yeah, them into yeah. the new one where people won't know. So, people probably don't even care, but. It's, it's I care, you know, cause I want I just I'm an artist. We're artists, you know. We want to yeah, yeah. want to put our best project out there. Like yo, this is me. You fucks with me. There you go. If not, I hope you do. <laughs> you know. Do you think I know you're you're a, you're a parent, you're a father. Oh yeah, 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 yeah man. Dad, do yeah. you think having a kid has has that made its way into your comedy? Not yet, because I still look like a boy. <laughs> so it, I, I tried it many times in January, even last year, to when I would talk about my daughter, people would look at me like, wait, what? <laughs> You're a dad? Like, we can't handle this right, right now. Like, yo, talk about... It's too much. Yeah, talk about race or talk about the Ninja Turtles. Like, what's, we can't yeah, I don't even crazy. know who you are. So that would become such an away game instantly when I'm yeah. funny and I talk about daughter. They're like, wait a minute, where the fuck... This come from yeah, yeah. Unless you actually Follow my Instagram And Vine You would see that You would have to know me But other than that People that just Meet me off the fly They wouldn't know That cause I asked because As a dad myself I'm Word. really reluctant To put it in my music Nice Like and the reason being Is just because You know I feel like Like I'll put my daughter On my Instagram and shit Yeah I don't really tweet about it Yeah Fucking Twitter Yeah But for the most part it's, it's, it's that's the one thing in my life I'm just really like I can be super like this is fresh yeah like I can't control anything else that I, that happened to me before I met my audience that's but right true. now you guys were here when this happened I don't have to tell you shit about that I don't have to tell you nothing about <laughs> you know it and, and when the time is right I will tell you what exactly. I want to tell you but and that is the the luxury you know. we have in that aspect where um, this is a new point in my life, but I like to keep it to myself. Like, yeah, yeah. So on social media, I will release a picture because I want you to know, like, hey, look at this moment. And I think I saw another baby that thought they was probably cuter. And I was like, no, 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 you got to <laughs> nah, see nah. this mix, baby. <laughs> you got to see this hybrid I got. <laughs> so I just want to drop that on your Instagram. <laughs> this is a uh, high gas mileage, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> I get so many miles per gallon. got to see this goddamn Ferrari right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So, but in my stand-up, I'm, I feel like I'm still being introduced to new audiences. Yeah, so yeah. I always have like a fresh take on a way of introducing who I am. And then to the point where I'm doing like an hour, like a, like a, a special maybe, or maybe the album, I, I haven't decided yet. I will introduce that element and then get into it. Like, Cause I do have, it's funny, I do have daughter material, baby mama material, child support material on deck. And it works, <laughs> but it's just weird coming yeah, out of yeah, my face. Yeah, 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 yo. So it yeah. gotta be an audience that knows me. This I can't just, face. Yeah, man. This They're like, no, 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 not at all. Whose oh, jokes are those? Those aren't right. your jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you, you right? Your dad wrote that shit. 
sound like your father. So yeah, dog. I can't release that yet, but it, I do have it. You guys listen. I, uh, my daughter, she's dope, and I have that material. So you fuck with me, you'll hear it. <laughs> you'll yeah, hear it yeah. eventually. Because I know come that out. a home game, like even just discussing like your family, your sister, and all. Uh, yeah, yeah, sis, bro. Sis bro. Yeah. And all, like the whole like just discussing. You got super personal, like not super personal, yeah. but personal enough. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Talk about your health and all mm-hmm. that shit. So I just know that there are some things like you gotta hold close to this, right? Exactly. You gotta, you gotta like really. Yeah, hold it's, it. It's, they're not it, ready for that. Man. That's when it becomes not a turkey but a turducken. Yeah, you gotta exactly. put the duck inside oh, the turkey. turducken. You know what I'm saying? You just elevated my metaphor. <laughs> boom, boom. Man, we always elevating each other. I love that. Yeah, I, that's gonna be the duck in there. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a daughter and the other element, a baby mama. Like what? He comes with so many layers. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh uh, man, but I know you got to get over to you. It's like it's like getting close to time for you to do your. Oh set. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got ten o'clock. So you know. Yeah, man. And I like to get back to Brooklyn before I yes, turn please. into a werewolf. Hilarious. Because I don't really oh, fuck with this part of town. Where the fuck is Kyle? <laughs> but now I want to start coming up here more and like checking out. I want to start check this year. I want to check out more comedy shows. Yeah, man. And I want to explore above. Well, Brooklyn Midtown. has so many great shows, and and here this is the only club here like adjacent to here is um Stam New York on the West Side. Okay. But um. I, you know, those are closers. Like the, you gotta pay the cover to drink. They're, they're, they're starting to become they're touristy. They are they yeah, are yeah, they are yeah. tourists because the young crowd that comes to the Nether Factory, like any of those free shows, they don't pay anything. They don't have money. They buy they buy a three dollar PBR. Nigga, let me tell you something. And drink when I that do bitch colleges, for six hours. <laughs> these kids don't know what the fuck that's come that's gonna hit them. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. When, so my generation, they. They fucks with me, but they don't know me yet because they they have kids of their own. They probably have like four oh, and yeah. two jobs. So they have no time to go see Nori in the spot. They got time. They'll probably go to a movie or go see something bigger because that's just where they're at in their life. They don't have time to be like young kids, Joey Badass or Kendrick to go check them out because maybe they got mommy and daddy money or... Who knows? But it's it's you ever felt like that? Like yeah, we're, we're in a weird generational aspect to where there are people that fuck with us, but they just so involved in their own lives. Yo, we said like Fonte said it best. He was just like, we're doing early shows because y'all niggas gotta work go to work in the morning. That's it. Y'all got y'all gotta take get the babysitter out the house. That's right. So like even with us when we do shows, we're really considered like, all right, our fan base, this is their night out. Yeah. Like and they're not gonna they're not gonna burn it out on some yeah, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're not gonna come out too late. They wanna know when you're gonna be on stage. That's and it's right. not like some some harassment shit. It's like I really have to go home. I really have cause I have other obligations. Right. I have responsibility. <laughs> because a, when you on the road like that, you are their show. You yeah, are yeah. their entertainment. So you gotta make it worth it so they can come back. But I feel like the generation before that, they didn't even get to that aspect yet. They didn't get there yet because they're still figuring out like Damn, man, what am I going to do in my life? I don't even have a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, the street's wild. It's, it's, it's hard out here, man. Like, damn, I just had a baby. Like, how the fuck am I going to do, man? You know? Yeah. So, I feel like that's where my people is at. Because I'll perform for, like, late, mid-40s, early 40s, and then, or, like, very, very young that don't even, like, mommy and daddy still paying for everything. Yeah, because the They 30, don't even know what the fuck's going The 30-year-olds are just, they're stuck. We, they we can't go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? can't go anywhere. <laughs> like, when, you have, when you're a, a, a full-time parent or when you're, like, a yeah. 
fa- like not a factory, but a, a five a.m. wake up motherfucker. You yeah. are not going anywhere That's at right. ten o'clock to watch comedy. You know what I'm saying? Even like mid twenty five to late twenty five, they're almost getting stuck too. So like yeah. maybe some of them have a great job. They're like, okay, they can go entertain themselves. But some of them are like, what am I doing with my life yeah. right now? A lot of them it's, it's, either, it's either What am I doing Or I'm doing the most Awesome shit in the exactly. world Exactly like Nobody in the middle Yeah no, Like the middle The middle is just Motherfuckers That are They're committing suicide They're committing suicide Yo they, they like not they're, even they're Here no more yeah, this, yeah. yeah okay yeah. <laughs> Like you'll meet I'll, I'll, I'll meet two kinds Of like late 20s people They're either like you are living the most amazing life. I've, how do you even get paid? What yeah. do you do? Yeah. Or I'm just like I create. I create like that app that's like kind of like Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's me. <laughs> you know, they got a whole bunch of you know, shit. I just I, I jet to L. A. every morning. Yeah. Hang out there. Or you have the people who are just they don't want to leave your house because they have no money. They have just no like money. Skating the edge of just I rode my passion and the wheels fell off. That's it. And it left me here. That's you know it. what I'm saying? And I'll see them, man. And, some, and sometimes I'll see them, but they got in for free. And they're like, yo, man, I appreciate you. And it's not even on some fan shit. It's on some like, yo, I respect what you're doing because I'm trying to do that. And I, yeah. I can't figure it out. Life whooped my ass so hard, man. There's a lot of people man. out here that are trying to tr- chase some dreams, but they ain't even got no feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, man. This shit is crazy. So Chasing a dream without a pillow to sleep on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, man. Yeah. We just gotta keep going, man. They'll they'll get up. They'll come see us. We gotta keep rocking. Yeah, man. Word. Well, yeah, I'm gonna let you get out of here. I'm gonna um, yes, pay for my coffee no and get doubt. back to Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I'm not paying for shit. I got <laughs> yeah, water. I told you. I told you, you get some water. water. Yeah, this free nothing. Nah, I didn't, I didn't know. Nah, I'm sorry. All right, man. Thanks for coming through, man. Yes, sir. Has been changed. The new number is. So there you have it, folks. Another episode in the can. Which episode? I don't know. I will have to go look at my SoundCloud to figure out how many I've dropped. And frankly, that's just too much work right now for me. But it'll be in the show description after I render this and upload it and all that shit. Um, yeah. 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 I'm doing that on beat if you haven't. Uh. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of on beat, Tanya Morgan album coming soon. We're working on it. We are in the mixing stages right now. We just added a song. Uh, we got six cents to produce something, so it's kind of like we got the Rubber Souls band back together for a jam on the new Tanya Morgan record. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Um, a legendary album is coming along. I have three more verses to record. They're written down. I just have to go record them. I could go over Specs' house probably. Uh, maybe I'll do that. I'm sorry. I can go over Rob's house. Rob Cave, no longer Spec Boogie, and record them. But you know, it's a busy week, man. You heard like my, my week. I got a lot of shit to do. But I gotta push those verses out. We gotta get this legendary album done, and I don't want to be the hold up. I do have some fire bars. For that ass Lined up For this album Fuck with your boy Fuck with me You know what I'm saying Nah but for real though uh, I gotta finish recording that And that it's, it's listenable man If you follow me on Snapchat You've Seen me posting songs You've heard songs Clips of songs Then they disappear In the thin air And if you Don't follow me on Snapchat And would like to Hit me up I think I'm Don Will on there pretty sure I'm done. I don't know how you find people on Snapchat, but add me. You know, it's the old folks, whatever. Whatever. That's not the point of this whole thing. Right now, I kind of want to take a minute to talk about 
the the break, the sabbatical, if you will. And if I think it was good or bad, you know, honestly, I think it was good. I think it was good to take a, a break from the routine of of this. I missed it a lot. It gave me a lot of time to think about it and think about the purpose and think about, you know, why I do it and how I want to do it and what I want to do with it. But more importantly, it gave me time to focus on doing other shit like DJing and like, you know, making music. <laughs> the the whole reason a lot of people even know who I am and I feel like I've been putting that second in a lot of ways and I want to get back to putting it first. So, that's what I've been doing, man. Writing rhymes, kicking rhymes, DJing, fucking eating some good food. Sometimes I'm vegan, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. I don't know where this is going. All right. Tired. Sunday night. You'll hear this Monday morning. See you guys next week. Peace. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say it in the mic. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to sit you down.